0: hi guys welcome to big laws official today's guest on talking strongman is another legend and i say legend a lot in this um series but Ode is without question he's the oldest man ever to compete at world's strongest man he's competed in almost every single strength sport there is and it's an absolute pleasure to be talking to you today od thank you for joining me
1: well thank you for having me
0: it's um i, I was just saying that i mean you've literally done everything haven't you <laughs> You, you've done weightlifting. No, uh,
1: very few that haven't competed. I haven't. I haven't actually competed in arm arm wrestling. Okay. Yet.
0: Yet. <laughs> I yes. Yet
1: because I, <laughs> I, I'm kind of tempted. Uh, if I could get some training, uh, if I find the time for some training, maybe I'll do it.
0: Yeah, I, I've been doing a bit of arm wrestling, and I enjoy it. It's um, actually. Yeah,
1: the- it's, a, it's a great sport. I, 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 I you know, just uh, recreationally, I tried it a couple of times, but I, I, I really think it's a great sport.
0: I should imagine with all your kind of grip strength attributes and and just years and years of training with a little bit of technical work you'd be pretty good
1: yeah yeah i think the wrist and the grip of course is really big on it so that strength i uh i would have worked a little bit more on my bicep strength and stuff like that yeah that's that's during during my strongman career i I, um ignored that uh i used to be pretty strong in the bicep because i was uh you know bodybuilder before i became a strongman. so but uh, um, yeah, and the first time I actually did uh, one, one of my early years of strongman, we had actually a uh, uh, stick curl of well, the event and I got second in it. So okay. It was well. I think like right around the 200 pounds on the stick curl.
0: Nice, that's good. This sort of becoming quite popular again. The strict curl. I've seen Larry Wheels is kind of doing it. There's a few other guys. Some of the, I think um, Dennis Saplenkov, the arm wrestler, has the world record in it as well. So yeah. th- those guys have some seriously strong arms. But I, th- I think yeah. you know wrist, wrist strength and hand strength, like or, or certainly grip strength, we're we're up there with the strongest. But those guys, it's it's that unique specific strength that they have, that kind of cupping movement and, you know, those things that we would take a little bit more time to, to get as strong as maybe some of the top arm wrestlers in.
1: I, I don't know about that. I think the strength would be there. It probably would be the technique and I think that maybe the arm strength and the static strength in your arm to be able to just hold it because, you know, you're not really moving your arm. You're just actually creating holding a, this lever yeah. and you're using your body. So, yeah. you know, getting that connection. I think that I have, I tested with some people like on the wrist thing they can't move my move me on the top no. but you know <laughs> uh, you know if they really try they're gonna, they're gonna go out and move it, maneuver me and take my arm off you know what i mean yeah, yeah. but uh but just like strength to strength i think we, we will do quite well because that's kind of the same strength you know out, out there in the the grip and the wrists.
0: Well, for, for strong man, I mean, particularly when you were competing in your prime, there's a lot more grip stuff. It's sort of vanished a little bit now, which I think is a shame because I, I love the, the grip challenges and, you know, I'd like to see more grip involvement in sport. It's starting to come back now. We see the Hercules hold, but uh, I'm a big fan of grip training and, and different grip challenges. Anyway, before I just talk to you and bore everyone about grip and arm wrestling, because I could talk about it for hours. I want to go back to you, Getting involved in strength as a whole, fitness, because you've got to take us back. I mean, I don't mean to, you know, say you're old or anything, but we're going back a fair few years when you Uh, first stepped foot in the gym. I should imagine.
1: Well, I I actually started training on my own when I was ten years old. There was not even a gym in the home, the town I came to. So I don't even know how there was no weights or nothing. I I started started making my own shit up. Uh, My first dumbbells were basically some cubs of uh, birch wood with a handle between them. And I made uh, dumbbells like this. And uh, that's how I started training. And uh, I was just enamored with anything that had to do with strength and, you know, actually agility and stuff like that too. I was a ski jumper actually okay. uh, when I was a, a young kid. So, and, and uh, some amazing thing was that the Norwegian ski jumpers back in, you know, they're different now because now they're like, had to be so super light. They were actually normal sized people. Mm-hmm. Meaning that they were probably weighing from 150 to you know 150 to 170, 80 pounds. That would be a very big one. But now, of course, they're 120 pounds. So and just trying to be as light as possible. But back then they were strong. And one of the things that uh, turned me on to you know I started bodybuilding and doing bodybuilding. But one of the earliest training programs I did was the ski jumping training for the adult ski jumpers The Olympic okay. they were dominant Norwegians were dominating but why they were dominating their training was very similar to what we're doing now 50 60 years later really it that's very much yeah a, very, a lot of like a lot of lifting explosive lifting uh, balancing uh, I mean if I go back and took that course, I say, "Oh my God, this is like what what is coming back to now." You know when everybody is trying to do all this uh, stuff, but it obviously worked because they were totally dominant. That you know, in 1960s, uh, 19 basically in 1960s.
0: So what what kind of distance would you would were you jumping back then then?
1: Well, uh, when I you know the last year I was uh, jumping, I had to jump up into the juniors because well, I was too big for the kid, my age group because uh, I was growing basically the hills. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we didn't have that biggest the biggest hill, but it was like a, a 50, 60-meter hills. Cool.
0: Uh, I, should, I should imagine you need a lot of core strength, leg strength, that kind of thing for, for, for that type of sport.
1: Well, it's really it's explosive legs, obviously, yeah. and then have the, have the body control to be able to control it. But the ski jumping back then is totally different from what it is today. I still love it when I watch it, but it's, yeah, uh, it, it is a total different thing. They fly today. They, they really we do. Have the skis, they had the skis closely together like this, while, while now they, they foil them out, so they're <laughs> making, and they have suits, they make them fly, so they, they're literally flying.
0: They, they are. I love watching it. I mean, I, I won't sit here and pretend I know an awful lot about it, but I love it when the, the Winter Olympics is on and you just see them and just see yeah. how far they can go. And, yep. um, you know, we have um, Eddie the Eagle Edwards from, from actually, from yes. same, he's from the same great. town I was born in. Is he? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, we, we just had a film about him recently. Yeah. And obviously, oh, yeah. a, Eddie
1: t- the Eagle is fantastic. He's yeah. a legend, practically. <laughs> <He's> amazing. <laughs> I mean, we always decided you can't do this unless you start when you're like uh, yeah. six years old. That's when I started ski jumping. Because yeah. as you get older, you get cautious. And it's a sport that you cannot have, have any fear. No. If you have fear, you, you can't do it. Yeah. And, uh, like, if you start when you're 14, 15 years old, you already have fear. Yeah, he right. was 20 something, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I said it, had... it was
1: amazing. It was, it was amazing. He wasn't very good as a ski jumper, no. but, but, you know, that.
0: But just the, the guts to go and to do it, it because yeah. it would terrify me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It me today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, from ski jumping, where did you go to next? Then, with the um.
1: Well, I, you know, I, that was just sort of my foundation of my training when I was training at home, and then I, you know, it was mixed up with bodybuilding and weightlifting. I did a lot of uh, old-fashioned uh, lifting. I did a lot of one-arm lifts, overhead lifts, and I yeah. worked my grip. I did all kinds of things because I was reading, reading the old-time uh, strongman, you know, like Iron Man magazine yeah. that went back all the way to nineteen thirty-six. And i bought all the back issues and stuff like this i was reading english this uh, iron man magazine they had all this stuff about uh, the old strongman and uh, the different kind of oddball lifts and stuff like that so i was very good at one arm lift when i was like 15 16 years old much stronger than i am today <laughs> not maybe no stronger but i was much i was so so good at it you yeah know?
0: yeah of course I, I love all that old stuff i mean when i first got involved in strongman the first place i found was iron mind and that sort of looking at through their kind of magazine the milo magazines and stuff yeah. like that i yeah. i became fascinated with grip training and then i looked yeah. in you know even deeper to some of the older stuff and i i find it fascinating it's really
1: of course that was 30 years later yeah no i i
0: i know but no yeah. exactly but yeah. but they had a lot of stories of these older guys No, yeah,
1: absolutely it's... i love the milo magazines i'm sorry that they're no longer around but you know in the days of now with the
0: the internet we don't everything, need it yeah, now
1: yeah everything is digital so
0: yeah, it's, it's it's a shame as well because i i don't know if you've seen i've done a few kind of mini documentaries on like uh, you featured heavily in, in one of the the ones i did like the oldest guys to compete in worlds and stuff like that and it's hard to find a lot of good information now on the older guys. It's easy to find the new guys. You know, everyone yep. knows stuff about like Brian Shaw and Eddie Hall and those kind of guys. But I I find it interesting to see where everyone came from, and you know, looking back, and I like finding those old books that you can just read through. I remember reading a a guy called Doug Hepburn. He was a... a,
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He was fantastic uh, Canadian, right? Canadian uh, strongman, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just really interesting reading his story and and how his career developed.
1: He wasn't super big, but he was very, very strong. Yeah, he was like in the 250 range, I think, in size. Yeah. Found but okay. anyway yeah where i went from here was that uh, uh when i was 16 i uh finished uh what he what called basically junior uh, school or junior uh, high school in uh, yeah, norway yeah. and then go on to the university preparation school and i had to go away from home so i of course selected the closest big city i could find which was Trondheim, where they had uh health clubs and stuff like that so i finally started training with uh with other pe you know with other people and people that uh they were older than me, and so forth, like that. So that was it. Uh, so that's when I was 16 years old, and I started lifting. And then I, I, when I started lifting, I immediately started competing in uh, in the Olympic lifting. Uh, my first bodybuilding contest was at age 17. I got wow. uh, third in Mr. Norway Junior, and then uh, same year I got second in Mr. Scandinavia Junior. And then uh, I won the age groups, my age group nationals in uh, in uh, in. Uh, in uh olympic weightlifting then uh, powerlifting came around as well you know this is just around the time that the politics started right so uh, i didn't realize it was that new when i started doing it but uh, uh so i have actually have a national championship in norway in juniors in 1968 i think i won the junior <laughs> nationals in in uh, in both bodybuilding and so, in uh, and in uh in the olympic, weightlifting, yeah. weightlifting and in uh, uh, powerlifting
0: that's pretty cool when you were doing the weightlifting did they still do the strict press or, uh,
1: yes no, yeah. No, yeah they did a press so it wasn't exactly so strict but yeah uh, yeah but it was uh, you know no no leg movement and stuff like that you know. yeah um yeah they were doing uh we were doing uh, the three lifts and then i think yeah we're doing the three lift if i lifted in junior i did a three lift in in uh, in my age group, you only lifted uh, what they do now here. You know, the just a snatch and a clean and jerk. It was not cool. the for the for the young young people. So, when I won uh, age group championship, it was just in two lifts. But in the juniors, it was in three lifts.
0: So, as a junior, what kind of numbers were you lifting?
1: Ah, oh, God, I don't remember. I know. <laughs> I think I, I I I my best clean and jerk back in like a teenager was probably like one hundred and fifty kilos. Nice uh, snatch. I I don't remember really, but maybe around 110 to 120 uh, something like that. And still the really press cool. was press was probably somewhere between around 120, but I don't remember. There probably is some record from it somewhere. Because <laughs> I found records actually of some of my track and field stuff from back then, but I, I, I haven't looked at uh, the and I don't know if they had they. Uh, they probably have the records in the international or the Norwegian 1915. Uh,
0: It'd be interesting but, to um, look back and see.
1: Yeah, uh, but you know, when I was, uh, but like I said, I was very good at one arm lift. I almost, you know, when I was sixteen, I I lifted as much on one arm as I could on two. I lifted over a hundred kilo on one arm, uh, clean and jerk.
0: That's incredible.
1: Like, but I, I I I barely could do the same with uh, two hands. But,
0: <laughs> but again i guess it's it's you you were very explosive you learned to use your whole body it wasn't obviously you're not really like pressing those kind of weights it, it, no isn't... no no
1: no it's all it's all all technique and uh, and and the uh, reality is that learning a technique on one arm is much easier than learning on two hands because you, you your one arm is very coordinated right if you're, you're right handed you're very coordinated and that's what i find it and uh, obviously i would have no chance of lifting anything on the left hand but when I mean, you go both hands, it more technique is much more difficult yeah. And of course, I didn't have anybody to teach me. I was just learning it off of reading magazines. So.
0: That's, that's the way it was back then, I guess, wasn't it? There yeah. wasn't really yeah. many coaches about, not like now where there's, you know, because you, you, you've you done some coaching. You helped um, Martins quite a bit in his early days.
1: Yeah, Martins came and worked, you know, about almost 10 years ago when I started uh, lifting with us here. Yeah, he was a,
0: he's, very well, he's much
1: of a talent right off the balance. But uh, you know, it took him a while to get. You know, he had to fill in uh, with all the he has all this athletic ability and then fill in with a lot of strength. So
0: he was he was telling me a story about how he kept asking you to compete in one of your shows in the um, California Strongest Man or something like that.
1: No, 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 no. It was uh, we have that uh, All American Strongman the, Challenge, okay. which uh, is at the Fit Expo in LA, that, that the and the pro The a... pro am, so yeah, you know. Uh, Nick has won it. Nick has won it. Yeah. Uh, Brian Shaw has won it. Uh, it was, uh, it, was a a, it was a big show. Yeah, it was a big. It was a big show. Now it's a big show, but it's only an amateur show now. Okay, but when it was a pro am, it was a big show because a lot of the guys that won uh, originally, we also they got an invite to the Arnold's.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: If you won it, so 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 it, so it, it was very good. So several people, uh, including um, including. Uh, uh, you know Brian and some some the guys that actually made it. Oh yeah, Jerry Pritchard. That's how he got into the Arnold's. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I, I think Jerry won it three times. But anyway, during that same time, when <laughs> the way I, I learned, met uh, met him, well, met uh, Martins was when he he called me and said, uh, you know, he's just moved out here and from uh, Massachusetts, and he wanted to compete in this competition. And I said, you know, have you competed before? He said, yeah, I did an amateur competition. And I said, yeah, yeah probably a little, a little heavy for you, but why don't you come out and check it out? So you can, you know, I had all the equipment and my training hall at home. So he came out and of course, he we were way too heavy for him. <laughs> so for the next, I think, three or four years, <laughs> I did, uh, I told him, no, 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 you're helping out, you know, lifting. <laughs> and then uh, finally let him go. He, Beat everybody, of
0: course. <laughs> and the rest uh, we right, were at
1: the right time. Yeah, so you, 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 uh, only a year before, he wouldn't have done
0: that. Problem. It's amazing watching his progress, to be honest. Because he, it's been, I mean, obviously you've seen him from the start, pretty much. Yeah. I, I saw him 2016, I think, for the first time at World's Strongest Man. Yeah. and he, you know, he, I think he competed in a Giants Live in Iceland, and he he was yeah. good. You know, he yeah. was a good good athlete, but the progress has been fantastic.
1: Yeah, that was the first year he I got him, let him uh, compete in the in the All American, and he yeah. won that. Like he beat everybody, won almost just about every event, and then he went to Iceland and got third and got the invite to the Worlds. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, before you know, every year he was so much better. But I mean, he wasn't like uh, you know, uh, but he always. He, when he started, he he could have like, uh, he could have really competed in the middleweight or in the you know. He was bike. small,
0: wasn't yeah.
1: he? Yeah. Well, he he was you know weighed weighed about that you know yeah. walking around, but he didn't refuse to be a lightweight. He had to
0: compete. In That's that. a it's an incredible attitude because a lot of people wouldn't be like that. He's
1: a, he's yeah, a, no, he didn't care about winning or losing. He was going to win. Uh, he, he wasn't going to take it easy way. He was going to take the hard way. Oh, yeah. but, uh, the thing about uh, Martins and his training, is very similar to, uh, he's very meticulous of what he's doing and uh, uh, how mm-hmm. he prepared for lifting, how he prepare for any training session and stuff so like that. Anybody seeing his YouTube uh, channel will uh, be able to tell that and similar to uh, you know what um, Brian Shaw too is very very meticulous about everything he does it's very similar maybe uh, I get
0: uh, I, sorry to interrupt but I, I get the impression with someone like Martins not just Martins but like you said Brian Shaw and stuff. it's not about being the strongest man in the world it's about winning the world's strongest man title it's about winning competitions and you can see they prepare meticulously to be the best they need to be in a certain yeah. competition it's not about just having the biggest bench press or biggest squat. It's about being the best all-round strongman they can be.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, that's absolutely true. And also, but they are but they're taking a scientific approach to it. I mean, they're not just going out and lifting weights. I mean. Uh, I'm, I'm used to it. Obviously, I'm gone but going back so long that when people came into the gym, they just put the weight on there and started lifting heavy weights, yeah. right? And now you see, like uh, Martins take an hour before he even a touch a weight that because he, <laughs> he does so much preparation. Yeah. And I think the uh, from uh, Brian came here and trained many times too when he would first get started, and uh, it's pretty much the same thing. Very very meticulous about what he did. Uh, it shows with the. Cerebral, you know, think through everything you do. Make sure it's uh, optimizing, uh, get the best possible result, and never focus on what you're strong at. Always focus on what you're weak at. So, trying to improve your your weaknesses, and of course, that's uh, really important.
0: No, absolutely true. Anyway, I am um, it's easy to come to talk to you just about strongman in general because it's, you know, I just love talking about strongman anyway, but I want to talk about you today. Those guys get enough airtime. So yeah. I, <laughs> I want to I want to kind of, you know, move on to some of the other sports that you did because did, did I hear you you played American football? Is that right?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, uh, my next step after finishing uh, or finishing high school, uh, you know, the you know the prep school basically in uh, Norway I uh, came to the Gordes College in the US and at that time I just won the just before I came I had won the the junior nationals in weightlifting I had won I think I got second actually in the powerlifting uh, uh, championship and then I won the uh, Mr Norway or the open Mr Norway actually the senior class
0: for, for, bo- for bodybuilding, now. so I came to California. So? And I heard bodybuilding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I come
1: to so I come to 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 America because I want to, you know, really do this thing, right? So we're, we're be-
0: before coming, there's, no
1: there's no weights. <laughs> there's
0: <laughs> no weights in school. But before coming to America, you were Norwegian bodybuilding, weightlifting, and powerlifting champion.
1: Yeah, pretty in much. the junior class, and in, in uh, bodybuilding, both in junior and in uh, senior. That's but in that's... Uh, in the other ones, just in age group and, and
0: okay and junior, it's, it's still great. very impressive so you got you got to america there's no weights anywhere
1: <laughs> <laughs> the college i came to had uh, all kinds of sport it was great and the only reason i cho- chose it was this co-ed all the other schools that wanted me to come were all uh, men only colleges and i said oh, no, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm not going there uh, um, so so i chose uh, chose the school it was a great school and uh I had a great time there for for, for three years and it was a great time. But anyway, they didn't have any weights uh, or they had weights, but it was so little that it wasn't uh, worth it. But so I was a little frustrated with it. And then somebody saw me walking around, I guess, in a tank top probably around the campus. And then they kept bugging me about uh, coming out and uh, checking out football or American football. And finally, I said, yeah, we're not going to be able to lift some of them. uh, You know, good. Uh, maybe I should do that. So that's what I did. First year was tough. the Second and third year, I did really well, and uh, signed a signed a pro contract after my college. Wow! With, uh, first with the Redskins, but I never played there because I got hurt. I ran hundred yard dash and and high jumped in in, in college. And right before that, I went into camp for, for football, I ran in the conference championship in track and field and uh, tore the crap out of my uh, groin. Ouch! You know, I mean, uh, uh, so. Uh, I, I never passed sick physical so i signed with as a free agent the following year with the 49ers and played a little bit but i was it that was my long career. i went back to school okay to school.
0: so what did you go to then from weightlifting i mean oh, sorry from um, american football obviously still training in the yeah, gym I did, during
1: the time i played football and uh, in college I, I wrestled in college a little bit and i i ran track i was half the track team basically because i ran ran the relay uh, started a relay ran 100 yard dash I high jumped I shot put I just
0: <laughs> you you're just like a,
1: uh, an and, iron uh, man you know it was a small college you know college division levels. I could excel in all of them and then uh, I lifted but I was totally training with weights because at that point if you find a health club downtown the downtown cities where you were. And uh, that I could go to and work out. I, I clean their, b- clean their showers and bathrooms in return for being able to work out at night after hours. They wouldn't have They wouldn't let me work out during hours because it was one of those really fancy little places. That yeah, I yeah. could do all that, anything I wanted to at night. So. I <laughs>
0: Oh, that's. I mean, I, I thought I've done a lot of sports, you know, I've competed in, I was British champion at Kung Fu. I've done, you know, actually table tennis to a high level. I don't know why I even mentioned table tennis yeah. because it's completely different, but I've been, yeah, that's
1: you really, know, that's a surprise.
0: I, was, I was, I played rugby to a high level. I've done a bit of athletics, but you, yeah. you seem to have done absolutely everything, you know, you just, and do you like keeping busy?
1: Do you sort of? Yeah. 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 I, I, I do like that. And, and I, I really, I haven't, you know one of the things that like after college and stuff like that i said okay now i, I want to but uh, right after college and right after football yeah after the american football i ended up you know just training and looking for something to do and i couldn't really find the right thing i didn't it seems like it was just when really drugs were getting into lifting and stuff like that and i said i'm not going to have anything to do with this so sure. so i didn't go into powerlifting or anything like that i played with the ideas uh you know uh of uh, you know uh, wrestling but then i take a look at one of the videos of the you know look at the tv shorts and uh, that's not for me
0: professional wrestling yes PS- yeah
1: yeah like BS uh, wrestling yeah <laughs> uh so anyway so i said so no nah, not for me but then i um, uh so i just like for a few years i just kind of played tennis did a lot of skiing did a, that kind of recreational ball lifting but not lifting with any goals in mind so just yeah. I just all of a sudden a few years later found myself I like, deteriorated I thought in my mind anyway and uh, and then said oh that now, from now on, you start lifting and gonna do that. I'm going to focus on the uh, training and stuff and and uh, ever since that was in my early 30s and I I, I haven't uh, quit since so you- then then I, I I was exposed to like I I, I love rugby actually but yeah. I have never played it and I okay. was offered many times to do it but I said, now if I'm going to lift, I can't do everything. I'm working. Rug- I have a career. I I'm busy. I have my own companies. You know,
0: and busy. is a tough sport. I just cannot do it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And but I I always loved it. I think it, I, uh, if I'd that would have been more along my line than even when football was when when I did uh, football. And uh, the other thing that I have never d- done either is really um, Highland games. Yeah. I was a thrower in college, and so I had some throwing in me, but. Uh, but I, I'm trying to avoid getting to as I was getting older. I was like, can I, can I and then we found strongman. When I was in my forties, I found strongman. I said, "Oh shit, where has this been? You know, that's yeah. what I should have done uh, since I was young." Well, I was, it was nothing. It wasn't I was, around.
0: I was going to ask you when. I mean, what, what, what year did you find strongman? Roughly, what year? In well,
1: in in the in the nineties, like in like yeah. And started competing, or started helping. First, the first couple of years, I helped this guy win the Hawaii Strongest Man. Um, and uh, then I said, "Wait a minute, I can, I can <laughs> I'm stronger
0: in, than can, this guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can uh, excel at this. So, I yeah. uh, was, uh, you know, uh, so I, so I jumped in. He, the The third year, he won. He won the third year. Uh, I trained him and uh, I trained myself for it. And uh, I think I got maybe fourth, fourth place. Okay. The first 30 he and then I won it three times there, thereafter. Nice. So I was going to... But, um, but the funny thing is that I knew, I met... Um, what's i uh, um, I'm trying to think about the name. They called him... Uh, Where's he from? There, you know, in the middle of it. There was a uh, in, in the in the mid '80s, competing for the US in the Rosemont man, Bill Casmo. Short, short, oh. huh?
0: not Bill Casmo. I know.
1: No, 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 short, oh. short, and brown. Oh,
0: uh, 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 the black guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, Grizzly Brown. Right. Grizzly, yeah, yeah, Grizzly. Grizzly yeah, yeah. was a member. A grizzly was training in my tra- uh, in my in 1985. I opened up a Gold's Gym. Wow! But I of out of real estate into gym business, and it was my first day of venture into it. And he was training there. That's really, cool. really, really nice guy.
0: He seemed lovely. He just I'm seemed like he's fun. i him
1: for not letting me say bring me into it. He brought, <laughs> uh, he, uh, but I realized why he wouldn't. I wouldn't. The only thing he could beat me on would really be like inclined uh, <laughs> press or bench press yeah. or something pressing in movement. Everything else, like I probably kick his ass on, you know. But uh, he brought. Uh, uh, his buddy from England, uh, the three-time World strongest man, um, the shot putter, Jeff Capes. Jeff, yeah. Jeff, of course, yeah. yeah. Jeff came, so I met Jeff there. But I never, never occurred to me there was something I could uh, could yeah. do because at that time there was no competition as I we knew about, and they didn't tell me anything yeah. about it. And
0: it's, it's the, the, the thing I was going to ask, because um, I was just going to say, did you ever watch World's Strongest Man on TV before that? Well, or? we're
1: back to, see, it was no TV in the US in the 80s.
0: Okay, so it was, it was just in, the, in the, the
1: early, late 70s and early, uh, early, maybe the first, maybe, it was just after they went, they left the US and it was uh, more of a BBC yeah. production. They didn't have TV till like in the 90s to start having okay. it on ESPN. Yeah. So that's when uh, they started picking up interest.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I, I was wondering because obviously we've been lucky in the UK; it's been on every year since yeah. nineteen seventy-seven. But um,
1: yeah, yeah, and, and that's why, like in in the UK, you had competitions uh, all over the place. In the US, that didn't happen. Yeah, there was none none in the US.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't until really the nineties when the Americans started getting a bit more involved, and then you know, obviously Phil Fister kind of winning. It sort yeah. of, you know, went crazy yeah, again. In
1: 2006, uh, by, by that time. But, yeah. but in the 90s, we were just starting having competition. There were competition, I know, in Kokomo, Indiana with uh, Chad Coy uh, started, like, the mid-American championship and stuff like that. And, and uh, in Hawaii, they had it started, I think, even earlier than that. Uh, Hawaii's mm-hmm. strongest man was, like, 90. 192 were the first uh, first ones, and they've been going on since then. So, yeah, no, it's it, it's pretty new to the U.S. So I was uh, you know, basically in my 40s already when it started here, and I didn't get involved till like uh, you know almost mid 40s. Do
0: you do you wish you could have done it earlier on?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. It would have been great. Like, uh, Hey, e- even, even in 77, I would have been one of the oldest guys. <laughs> so, in 77, I would have been 27. I don't think there was many people. And most of them were like 25, you know? Yeah.
0: That's, that's, when incredible. I won the
1: America, strongest man in America or the American full strength championship in 1999, uh, you know, I was 49. Wow. Second place was 23. <laughs> Third place was uh, 25. Yeah.
0: You so, know? I mean, you're still the oldest man to compete, at world's strongest man, aren't you? I think Mark yes. Felix is closing in now, but.
1: Yeah, he is closing in. Yeah, uh, is. The, the competitions are tough now that he, he may not be able to make it. Uh, yes. He is amazing.
0: Well, yourself, Mark, Nick Best, those kind of guys, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, Nick and-
1: Nick is doing fantastic.
0: Yeah, really, really yeah. amazing. It just, but it shows like if you look after yourself, how long you can keep doing these things for. You know, yeah. It's, yeah, um It's motivating. So many people love seeing Mark, and I know people love seeing like Nick and yourself. And it just, it just gives people that belief that they're not too old and they can still do yeah. things because everyone yeah, thinks you've got to be twenty-two or nineteen or whatever. And you know, you see someone like Kevin Nee get to world strongest man at nineteen, but he yeah. was finished by twenty-five, whereas. Yeah. Mark and yourself, you know, Mark started late thirties, you started in your forties and you still had a good career in it. It's, it's, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. I think you, you see, I I see, I was just looking at like looking at my friends on network, my close and personal friends, as you know, on, 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 on Facebook. And as I said, Man, people are really getting old, aren't they? They're like 40, 50 and stuff like that. And there are people I here they can tell that these are guys working out and stuff like that. So it's really, really nice to see that there's so many people are being inspired to, to stay, stick with it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's incredible. There's really no
1: reason. How, um,
0: how how often do you train a week?
1: I try to get at least four times a week. Ends up probably, yeah, four times a week. And then, uh, then uh, maybe like some extra sessions like we do. We do mass wrestling and uh, and uh, and we do arm lifting on Sundays. And I, you know, when we when I have it for other people, I, I participate in it. So that'll so be like the fifth fifth session.
0: Do you do you have like a strict routine that you follow, or do you just see how your body feels? Uh,
1: uh, I'm training with a young kid that's uh, trying to become a strong strongman. Yeah. He has a good physical. I don't think he was an athlete, so I, you know it's going to take a while before he get his brain start releasing some of that power. But he's much yeah. stronger than he he shows on the weights, but he's you know six foot seven and wow, uh, you know two seventy five, two eighty something like that. So he's he, he has some possibility possible doing something with it, uh, oh, so I train with him. So I try to keep up with him and uh, <laughs> uh, beat him on something and get my ass kicked on other <laughs> things.
0: It's 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 good to be the older guy, just kind of keeping these these youngsters in their place sometimes, though. Yeah, passing on that knowledge. <laughs> at, but
1: at least, at least, when it comes to like lifting with the lifting, like double over and axle stuff, that then I I I, I yeah. can put the, push them aside. Well, you
0: you you've got es- some fantastic grip accolades, haven't you? Tell us some of your your favorite grip like tests of strength.
1: My my favorite really is the double over and axle. You know, lifting that one, and I I. Uh, on, on the conventional, you know, with the with the iron mine axle and with the uh, con- conventional plates I had, my best is 220, 220 kilos nice. before, before. And I always think that I'm gonna do better than that. I, uh, uh, and maybe I can, I am definitely training so that I can try to get up uh, to that, try to get, at least get a 500. If I not get up to the world record level of 237 and a half
0: it's, um, you know, you, uh, you, 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 you
1: know 27 and a half, I
0: it's, it's one of those events, like, diff- people have different axles, and they're all slightly different. So, the, But the Iron Mind one, is that's, that's the yeah, challenge. the
1: only one you can, you can count it on. The same one's the Iron Mind, because it's, it's not that the other one couldn't be more difficult for that matter. But uh, they, they, if there's any slight imperfection in it, in terms of bend or anything like that, I, I know that uh, Eddie, my good friend, uh, Eddie Williams, is a really, really strong grip, too. And he, uh, you know, he had done like two hundred forty kilos or something like that. Uh, in, uh, uh, he, uh, on on the axle back in Australia when he came here, he, you know, he, he definitely
0: they they, they almost
1: completely. Uh, there, there's a total different. Uh, uh, level. Yeah, no. There is only, you know, Mike Burke has done did a two thirties six or 235 or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, he had a higher number, but we didn't get counted as a record. And this, uh, I think it was 235. That is, it's, it was his best real qualify uh, qualified lift. And then it was broken to two thirty-six now by a by a Ukrainian, I think. Okay, but it, but in competition, I have the highest I've seen and been there was when uh, Burke did the, the, the 235 and in any other competition, like uh, competing as uh, Mark, Mark and I both had 220 as our best lift yep. in competition, and I you it in the same competition, but I only seen, I think, even record of people doing 225 and 230, uh, uh, not in uh, in, in any of my competition. And, you uh, know, there only a couple of them, actually, I think. There's a German guy that uh, has 230, and I believe he has because I, I saw him uh, attempt it at Arnold's uh, last year yeah. and missed it barely. So I, I'm pretty sure that he probably had, you know, you, know, you can't do uh, your top lift. You don't get it every time you try it.
0: No, of course. Have you ever tried the rolling thunder?
1: Yeah, no, that's how it started. The whole thing with the arm lifting was the rolling thunder, And you started, started doing it as a promo for the... Beauty and Beast uh, Strongman Challenge in uh, Hawaii, which yeah. was like a cool contest. And I, I had everybody out there. So so the first few years of doing that, we had, uh, you know, M- M- Maggie, M- Magnus Revere, we had uh, Pfister, we had uh, Gillingham Brothers, we had, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the, oh yeah, uh, we had a uh, uh, big, uh, Magnus uh, Samuelson oh, yeah. all competing on that thing. So we, it was very competitive. So we called it the World Championship uh, of uh, of uh, of um, of uh, Rolling Thunder. First year, it was uh, beat, uh, won by uh, Jan Bartle of okay. uh, of uh, Czech, uh, Czech Republic. Yeah. yeah, but he was doing it without thumb, uh, thumbless. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's a that, no no. <laughs> that's a no no. Yeah, but it wasn't then. We didn't uh, we didn't realize you can start really cheating if you do it dumbless because you can bend your wrist up and stuff. It'd be a totally different lift.
0: I I, lo- I love very,
1: Still very impressive. He he yeah. beat he beat he beat all the best guys in the world basically. And it's, a, so.
0: it's it's always a great bit of kit to take. Like I do like exhibitions and stuff, and I'll use it for those. And. Yeah. You know, you don't need a huge amount of weight and then suddenly people can't lift it normally on a normal handle. They'd lift it easily and they get yeah. so frustrated because it's only like two kilos can make a huge difference.
1: Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Go on, yeah, tell yeah, me, yeah. What's, your, what's your best number on the Rolling Thunder then?
1: Uh, one, uh, 123. Nice. That's good. Yeah. That's really good.
0: I, I had a young lad come and train with me last week, actually. He did 90 kilos first time he did it, which I thought was good for a
1: yeah, very, very good, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah he you was, anytime you, when you start getting up in 90 kilo and 90 kilo plus, yeah. you just, uh, yeah. it depends a little bit on the handles, because if they're old, they may not be exactly. the least of a little bit. But, but um, uh, yeah, no, it's a very… But it's, you know, that's great competition. We go to the world championships, uh, APL World Championships in, uh, in St. Petersburg. It was supposed to have been in May. Now they're going to be in November and I don't know if that's going to happen either but uh, but uh, then you compete like uh, you know it's like a world-class competition just like an IPF uh, um, powerlifting contest I mean it's precise you gotta lift boom 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 we have three attempts you gotta uh, call your attempts and you do it and you just lift and if you miss you're out you go yeah. uh, come back and do the next attempt but uh, uh, it's a lot of fun and I, I, I won the rolling thunder and the, the, two or three times I've done it I've won the rolling thunder and uh, and the uh, and the double over in axle nice. both open' both open and in, uh, in uh, age group, each group is, you know, it's not really so the great in, the, grip, the great, the in, great thing with in, these in,
0: things is that you can train grip at a much older age like you say it doesn't take as much out of your body you can still have fun and I I I, I I don't know if you know a guy called David Horn, but he he has. Oh, a yeah, lot of,
1: of course, yeah.
0: yeah. I've been to his his place yeah, before and tried all his different grip tops, and you know I, I love all the different challenges. It's just great for the two-handed pinch. Have you seen that one?
1: The the two-handed, two-handed pinch, pinch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know which one. Uh, there's well, he has like his special apparatus. He's stuff got loads. There. I, One of my favorite events actually. Uh, other one is is the uh, is like a three-inch um, uh, Saxon bar, which yeah. is a pinch grip. I think the the two-hand or the euro pinches, of it, those are like on pins and you... That's right, yep. straight up. yeah. It's a little yeah. different, but... Uh, yeah, I, no. I prefer it on the bar, but I can... Uh, maybe because I can manipulate more with my wrist, I don't know. It yeah. seems like I'm doing better, but, uh, a bit it's,
0: a bit. it's all good fun, but... Um, anyway, I want to talk about the Super Series, Strongman Super Series. You, you were involved with that, weren't you?
1: Yeah, 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 I got started as a result of... Uh, my good friend came Wolf uh, Bankston, come over to uh, to watch our uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, Strongman Challenge in uh, in uh, Hawaii, and then said, "Ah, oh, uh, You know, well, let's do this uh, in Europe." So we start. I, I don't know where the first one we did. The first one, but we did it in Prague. I think maybe in it, in the. It could. Have, yeah, I think it was in Prague at the, at the tennis, the. The tennis stadium in Prague, I think the first time we did in 1998, I think we did the first competition. There, it started a, yeah,
0: right. I was going to say that the Super Series shows were some of the first, like I'd, I'd always watch World's Strongest Man at Christmas time and stuff like that. But when I first started wanting to do Strongman, the Super Series shows were the shows that I was watching. I remember watching the 2002, I think you did two shows in a weekend. It was like the end of 2002 yes, Hawaii, and the beginning yeah. of 2003 in Hawaii. And yes. I thought they, I thought they were brilliant. I just absolutely loved them. And I think, I think I've still got them on DVD somewhere now. Yeah. I used to watch them all the time. And you, you yeah. used to put on some heavy shows.
1: Yeah, we had, a, we had a, on that competition, I remember I went head on, head, head on with uh, Marius in uh, farmer's walk. And yeah. He had 175 kilo farmer's walk per hand, yeah. off the hill in grass.
0: <laughs> and this is a time where at World's Strongest Man, they were doing like 125 kilo farmers. Yeah. And you, you you put this competition on with 175 kilo farmer's yeah. walk. I remember seeing some of your other shows, just um, you you always made it heavy and hard. Way I mean, now Strongman's heavy, you know, yeah. Strongman's heavy. the Arnold is heavy, but they weren't to that kind of level back then. And, and your, your shows were always the heaviest ones I remember seeing people do, yeah. always struggling.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we were trying to make it uh, so that uh, the goal was to basically find out that, uh, you know, we have yeah, the top five, you know, if you're 10 people, half, half of them should be able to finish and the other... The same, then you should. Then you have the right weight, you know. So on this is very difficult. If you're doing, uh, for example, now we're doing um, events like uh, deadlift. We didn't do a deadlift. We did almost all carrying and, and the other types of, type of lifts. But like deadlift, that would be very difficult because, and you can see it when you're doing the doing the deadlift. You're starting with four hundred kilos. I mean, how, you know it takes a special type of build to be able to even do a 400 kilo deadlift yeah. and that's the opening weight and that's, that's crazy. just cra- crazy yeah so uh, uh that makes it less exciting to watch i think it, you uh, i think you probably let people if you're gonna do reps on a, on a deadlift in a, in a like a competition where you have a wide range of uh, of uh, abilities i think you should probably have two different weights Okay. They started doing that at Arnold's too, and Arnold's was so heavy that they started doing two different weights. If you yeah, and score more, heavy for, for you the heavy you can go a lighter, smaller log and stuff like that. And I think that's important because otherwise you, nobody can do any reps. Yeah. And Arnold's is arguably has been almost too heavy. Some it's of okay. it. just make it too heavy because there's so social little rule to do it in. So you had to do the yoke so heavy that you couldn't fly off the stage or the, uh, that you would be hard to do and. But it's tough on your body. But are going to start doing frames with straps, which is just crazy. Does everybody got hurt uh,
0: from that. I, I actually prefer seeing like a heavy frame still, but without straps.
1: Oh, you know, same here. That's what we. Four hundred kilos now because yeah, I was uh, I was really uh, pushing hard for that uh, every year. I was like, "Do not use straps. This is crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy." I finally they started going back to doing it with us, I mean, which is the way it originally started. It's great event up the ramp. And stuff that. It looks awesome. Great event. Yeah. yeah. And I really, event.
0: I really like now the, um, I haven't had a go on it personally, but that wheel of pain looks awesome. a cool looking bit of kit that's
1: an awesome awesome piece of apparatus (laughs) it's very mean because you had to go for 60 seconds there's one thing with that when you do a truck pull for example and you go 60 seconds you're dead oh absolutely yeah so um, the good part about the truck pull is that if you're able to do it in 25 or 30 seconds you're done (laughs) yeah
0: i spoke to a number of guys have done it and they all said it's not that hard to start with you know, you start pushing it, it feels okay. But because it is that 60 second time limit and just the lactic acid kicks in and it becomes so hard because it doesn't, like a truck pull gets easier once you get going. But that, it's just the same all no, the time. Same
1: thing. And the thing is that you, you see the difference in, is that unless you're, you, you, it's, you can't save yourself either, you just had to be ready to go 100% for uh, 60 four, seconds. Four, <laughs> four, six second. yeah. so, I mean, that's all. If, you, if you're not, you're you going to be, if you're trying to save yourself, it, it slows you down so much that mm. you don't get that far.
0: Yeah, you just got to go in that mentality that you know this is going to suck <laughs> yeah, 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 and you're going to be dying yeah, train, afterwards.
1: train for it, so it's yeah. like you have six tickets, no problem. But I,
0: I, I really like that Rogue are trying to bring new kit and, and kind of, you know, make it visually look really appealing. I think it's important to, to keep the sport growing and, and keep some variety because we, we can all tend to get a bit too well rehearsed at some of the events you know yeah. Every, everyone's got stones now everyone's got a log everyone's got farmers and yokes so something new like that which is harder to train on I think is,
1: is quite exciting it
0: yeah. sees yeah. which guys can adapt quickly and yeah. I mean it's, it's a I, I, I'm quite yeah, happy Ro- Ro- to, Ro- Rogue you know just talk about
1: Rogue. Rogue Rogue is doing a fantastic job for us yeah they spare no uh, money when it comes to putting together equipment bars whatever they uh, it's all precision all made manufactured and uh, really done uh, unbelievably well i think that great great company great people yeah um, yeah i I would i kind of prefer strongman i would wish you could do like you're pulling the weights out of you're pulling the events out of a A hat out out of a hat and i i did one contest like that you know just a few years ago on amateur level and everybody actually put their kind of pre- their, I think used like put their preferences down. But it was you know you had to have a ton of equipment to, to do this. Yeah, and uh, actually- and I do so. I, so we created like five different. It was five events, and we have five different categories, and it was five events in each bucket. And each person, each person entering, picked their five favorite events, and it, and the events that we ran with were the ones that the most people picked. Okay. So like it, so so like in one sort of different variation of farmers' walk or something like that. So if more people put that over, like a front carrier, yeah, it would be a farmers' walk. I,
0: I think I think a competition like that is great, and I'm not saying for every single show, but as a a, a standalone show once a year where people don't know the events, I think yeah. it's it's quite exciting. I know there's lots of people that would love to see it. I'm sure because yeah. it creates uh-huh. that uncertainty you know you can't just prepare for it perfectly knowing every events you know obviously you can't really have people that compete in that gym or with that equipment competing because they have that advantage but for people that don't have the equipment i think turning up 10 of the best guys in the world and then chucking five or six random events at them. Yeah, don't don't make it stupidly heavy, you know? Don't put in no, no. the 600 kilo yoke or something stupid like that. Just right. make it exciting, make it fun, a little bit different, and just see who's prepared and ready to go with no matter what's thrown at them.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's uh, kind of what it was in the past. You know, when we come yeah. to European grand like pieces that. of the event, it was uh, almost, they told us, this is what it's going to be, and then you get there and it was something totally different, yeah. but... Uh, but usually the, uh, the unfortunate thing was that we always, most the local guy knew, what it wasn't been training for. Him. And that's
0: and that's why I say you can't really have like someone <laughs> you training.
1: You could never win in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've
0: competed in Poland. Or even
1: or, when, or, even, or even get to the podium. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I seriously,
0: seriously, I've done competitions in Poland. No, no lie. You know, guys like Terry Hollands would go on one car, and the Polish guys on the other car. Like yeah. Terry, Terry is a 450-kilo deadlifter at his best. Terry yeah. gets seven reps. The Polish guy, 20 reps. The next yeah. guy, you had, like, you know, I, I don't know. So one of the top, you know, guys in the world, eight reps. Another Polish guy, 17 reps.
1: Yeah. I, I'd go Wait, on. We did we, we the Stones, and they put the Polish oh. guys on the, on on one, the one side. On yeah. the, uh, All so the we time. Have, we have the Polish, we have the Polish uh, rule, uh, rule in my competition. If, if, uh, so... you know the other even goes on the other even uh, uh, lanes and stays the same throughout the competition so in other words you you can't uh fix (laughs) the random yeah and And everybody has to be on the same
0: they didn't even make it look subtle though it was literally every polish guy this side everyone else that's good that side
1: (laughs) yeah kick your butt
0: yeah Yeah. every single time (laughs) Uh, i've been Uh, there uh, it's all and, good fun it's all good fun yeah. we've um we got yeah, the stories yeah, but i talk. love the
1: competitions in poland though. it was great like, and, uh, uh, hanging out with Mar- marius and, and uh, having this competition you know in yeah. and marius, uh, fantastic guys you know? Oh, it, was, it was a lot of fun and the audience was fantastic you know they yeah. loved the strong man was great,
0: a lot of the kind of eastern european countries like the ukraine um lithuania poland all those countries they, they just love strength yeah. We, we really do anyway i know you've got um you've got to get off in a second but just before i let you go what um what are you focused on right now you know what's um keeping you busy i know you're such a busy man you you don't stop you compete in everything you're working hard training hard what what your focus is right now
1: well i i'm uh you know, just tr- kind of just training just to not to maintain but maybe trying to get a little better on uh, on uh, the double over and deadlift and stuff like that. And then, all the other stuff will come with it. But uh, that's what I'm uh, really tr- training wise is trying to do. But um, my uh, events I'm coming up, I have, uh, we are hosting like uh, the King Kongo Grip, which is like a worldwide thing that so we, we are doing. One of those things in, our, in the training hall coming up in, in October. Cool. But then uh, we are in uh, end of November, I have the 805 strongest man and woman. And last year we had over a hundred people and we did it all in one day with five events, including mass wrestling. And that was a little bit too much. So yeah. this year we're doing it over two days, but maybe we won't get as many people because of the COVID-19, but it'll be the first kind of like, it, we have a lot of classes. We have teenage, we have masters, we have uh, novice and we have open, but open on the openness on the, on the kind of a uh, beginning uh, uh, amateur level but uh, winners will get uh, national invites. And okay. then uh, after that, I have the um, the Olympia. Yeah, the arm lifting at the Olympia. You should come and do it.
0: Yeah, I'd love to. I was just, I was just and, thinking, uh, I'd love to go, You know, now that I'm not going to compete and I'm, I'm focusing more on just fun strength challenges and just whatever I yeah. want to do, really. So I'd love yeah. to come over and train at your gym and then maybe do some you know, grip work and, and just some of these feats of strength that, that are just oh, fun. No, that would
1: be great. Maybe we we're going to have an international martial wrestling tournament in uh, at the Olympia as well, and uh, we have people from all over the world. Don't come. We'll see if we get rid of the travel restrictions and get visas and get people in. But uh, so far, it's a go. Cool. That's well, like I- the you know middle of right before Christmas, basically.
0: I said to you off off camera beforehand, I'd love to try the mass wrestling. I've never done it. I know um, Hanny Bingle's bringing it over to the UK, isn't she? uh, Yes.
1: Hannah's going to And you're going to do do a demonstration, I think, at at that uh, global uh, award ceremony, global sports uh, award ceremony.
0: Are you still coming over for that?
1: Yeah, I'm supposed to come over there. So travel Then hopefully, I will, I will be there. You, yeah, you, you both, uh, we're both getting yeah.
0: We're both getting well, awards, yeah. The yeah, we're so
1: get both getting awards. So I definitely to... will be there, uh, you know, assuming that we can travel. Yeah. Um, and uh, at the Arnold next year in UK, she's going to try to put on both a national and an international championship.
0: Well, I, I'm going to come and learn from the master. So you're going to have to teach yeah. me the, the tricks. Yeah. and, I th-
1: I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I sh- yeah, I've good grip and got good, got a good, uh, grip, uh, good good leg strength, good, good back puller, strength. Yeah. So hopefully
0: yeah. I can be okay at it. But um, yeah. I know there's a lot of technique as well in these things. It's not just
1: yeah, it's, uh, power. you know the heavier the guys are, the less less uh, movement there are. But uh, obviously, uh, if you're going to take somebody that's stronger than you, you got to uh, you got to outmaneuver them. Yeah. But if you you know, you have a martial arts background, that helps a lot. You notice that the wrestlers and the grapplers immediately when they try it out, they they get it or get it right away. They yeah. they understand that this is not like it's not lifting a weight. You know, yeah. you you're trying to manipulate the other person, right? But it's an all-out thing. So it's like you know, it may last one second. It may last ten seconds. But if you last ten or twenty seconds, you are dead.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you
1: know, because it's uh, it's definitely all out. It's not holding uh, not, nothing back.
0: Definitely. it looks fun. I'd love to give it a go. So I'm it's definitely- a lot of
1: fun, and it's safe. That's the thing. It's just so sad. Some of these people that are doing strongman, and I say they're this really like, like whoosh. You know, they they're like, uh, oh no, we can't do that. I'm gonna get hurt. What the hell? You're doing strongman. Strongman is probably the most <laughs> dangerous thing you can do. This is, uh, you know, you have control over it. I mean, you're yeah. doing man on man, but it's not uh, that. Uh, there's very few things you can hurt. Yeah. Hamstring, tear your hand, but that's about it. You know, yeah. you've seen bicep tears, stuff like that, but that usually be the same, the same person would have done it the next time they deadlifted, you know, because yeah. they uh, lifted bent arms. But the, typically the hardest part is, uh, is uh, on the hamstring because it's uh, definitely a posterior chain uh, type of event.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm going to look forward to trying it. And um, uh, if if I get some practice in it, then I may even come over and, and enter one of the competitions at some point, That'd just for some fun. Man.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I could literally talk to you about Strongman and arm wrestling and, and grip work yeah. for, for, for hours. But um, it's been really good to chat to you. All the best. And hopefully I'll see you at the awards show later in the year.
1: Yep. Good. Guys, okay. thank good you. you.
0: Cheers. Guys, please remember to like, share and subscribe to the channel and we will see you with more strength action soon. Take care.